Greater than I'm back to recap one more chance season 2, are you a fan of the show? Well you are in luck because I am recapping each and every episode of this season. But if you haven't started watching the series premiere episode, click off because this is the recap, and it is full of spoilers. Now that I have gotten that out of the way, let's get to the recap of the episode 1. Ready? Let's get started. Episode 1, Saddle Up, Again. The episode starts by showing us scenes from season 1, and trust me I watched the whole season faithfully, but wasn't sure if I should recap it. What a mistake. Season 1 was bananas and highly addictive. I just hope season 2 is just as entertaining. Zeus so far has been a hit with some of the shows, but a miss with others. But drop a comment if you watched the first season, and tell me what you thought about it. Chance tells us that things didn't work out the first season so he gathered up a new bunch of ladies and is giving his search for love another try. He needs to go get another house that's even bigger for even more ladies, but first he has business to handle. We see him pull up in front of a house, could this be the new house he is securing for his new batch of girls? Seems a bit small for a harem of women, but the neighborhood looks fantastic, lol. He gets out of the vehicle, and that's when the opening song begins. Do you guys like the opening? Here it is. Posted on YouTube by Johnny. Catchy enough right? He certainly has a lot of girls this go round. It makes me wonder how we are going to get to know them all. But anyway back to the recap. Chance rings the doorbell of the home. A very pregnant, Yummy, the winner of season 1, opens the door. What the hell? Yummy is pregnant, y'all. She looks like she could drop her baby at any moment. She gives Chance a hug. She looks happy and healthy and surprisingly sexy to be in her final trimester, lol. Chance says in his confessional, he is a little skeptical and that is why he has popped up over to Yummy's house. There may be a chance that Yummy is carrying his child? According to Chance the baby is a surprise. Chance says Yummy was not honest about being only with him. He asks and Yummy confirms that she is not pregnant with his baby. Yummy says she was talking to her baby's father at the same time, but was not sexually involved with him they just knew each other. Chance disagrees and says she was sleeping with him and the other guy at the same time but Yummy is clear that this is not the case. Chance asks Yummy if she was pregnant at the reunion for the previous season and she says yes. Well damn, if I remember clearly, she was bragging that she was going to have sex with Chance that very night, but I could be wrong. While they are talking Yummy says her feet hurt. Chance takes off one of her heels and rubs her foot. He hilariously ponders where the kid's dad is because he could walk in and club Chance over the head. Right, but here he is rubbing away, lol. Chance reminds Yummy that she broke his heart, but he has forced himself to let her go and is now back in the saddle and going for love a second season. Yummy tells him he won't find love this season either, haha. What do you guys think? Is Chance even truly looking for love? Or is this just for the check? Leave a comment but by the end of the episode we will all get a clue to what his true motives is, the girls are really all the evidence you need of the money grab, but I digress. Chance gets Yummy to walk him to the door and their flirting continues. Now I am wondering where the baby daddy is as well, but it's cool to see that after it's all said and done there is no hard feelings between Yummy and Chance. Switch. We get to see Micah. It's a shame that he won't do his own dating show with Chance, but after what happened to Real, I understand why but it's good to see Micah again. Chance tells him he saw Yummy, and she was pregnant. Micah was worried but Chance reassures him that Yummy is not pregnant with his child, so the coast is clear. 
Chance says he needs Micah's help again because he is back in the saddle, and looking for love again. Micah wants to redeem himself for last season's girls. They mention Mangina, Roly Poly Snack Meals, Yummy, Beady Beads, One Kinda, Yodela and Who Could Forget Karen? But I'm wondering how they forgot Special K? Who could forget her screaming outside? Chance. Or maybe they just would like to forget her. And speaking of Mangina, he hosted a live edition to the series premiere episode, did anyone check it out? I happen to think he did a good job. Micah says he is going to get a better selection of girls this time, but Chance ain't taking any chances this time. He picked the girls himself. Well only he knows what he likes apparently. Switch. We next see a group of approximately 20 women gathered with suitcases in front of a house. Okay, so this is the bunch of ladies that Chance chose for himself, interesting. The first lady to speak in the confessional is Gabriella. She says she is nervous, but she has noticed she is one of the prettier of the bunch. I would agree but she is also one of the largest of the group but hey, apparently Chance likes them with meat on their bones because quite a few are heavy on the curves. Another lady who gets a confessional is a woman named Miko. She lets us know that she is quite anxious to see Chance. Dominique lets us know in her confessional, that the other ladies do not look like they are there for Chance. She says they look like they came onto the show to get F-ed and sucked, her words not mine. Sonia tells us in her confessional she is competing with her youngest daughter for the affections of Chance. Who is her daughter, Miko? Oh boy, this is about to get messy I bet. She says she is 100% real with no injections or fillers, and at 59 years old why wouldn't he pick her? Um, well it seems to me he already did pick you ma'am, he picked all of you so you all must be his type. But okay, she already seems hostile about her age. Chance and Micah make a grand entrance by strolling up on horses true to their cowboy antics. Tokyo tells us in her confessional that Chance is looking good, and I would agree. She also looks way better in her confessional. She should have showed up to the house in the outfit and hair she had in the confessional, for real. The chopsticks in your hair were everything, Tokyo, yes. Stoney tells us in her confessional that Chance was looking good on his horse. She says she is ready to get him down and ride him, lol. The ladies start screaming as if Chance and Micah are the Beatles or two of the Migos as they ride closer to the house. Chance immediately orders them to pipe down. Duh, you will rattle the horses and they will toss Chance and Micah to the ground and stomp them into hamburger meat. I'm just saying, shh. Chance dismounts the horse and then welcomes the women to the house. They start to clap and applaud, and he shakes a whip at them to hush them up, lol. This is already about to be a hoot and a holler. I can already tell. He compliments them by telling them they are looking good. But in his confessional, Micah is questioning Chance's choices, hee hee. He thought he did a better job picking the girls on season 1 than Chance did this season, well that remains to be seen in my opinion. What do you all think? Chance also announces that Yodela is back and Micah has to do a double take because he says he didn't notice her. Well, there she is, living in living color. She tells us in her confessional that since Chance did miss her enough to bring her back, she will be giving him one more chance instead of the other way around. Well okay girl. Anybody excited to see Yodela back? She looks good. Chance goes to remind us that Roly Polly Snack Meals is back but hilariously slips up and calls her yummy, accidentally. The other girls notice and so does Roly, Chance tries to fix his gaffe. Micah says what Chance meant to say was that Roly looks yummy. I know Roly yells.
LOL. Anybody excited to see Rolly is back? Well, I happen to like Rolly and she represented for the big ladies last season, so let's see if Chance gives her a real chance to win his heart this season but something tells me she is there for some bull. Rosie tells us in her confessional she is not worried about Yodala or Rolly because Chance didn't pick them the first time. I would agree somewhat. I'm not sure what the purpose of bringing these ladies back was if he was not genuinely interested in them as love interests, but you never know right? Chance tells the women that he didn't find love the last time, but he thinks he has the right group of ladies this time. He points to one lady in a jersey and says she looks like she is ready to go play soccer, lol. This man is already clowning. He also points to a young lady in the back who has long, full natural hair piled on top of her head and questions if her lovely locks are a bird's nest, well. The young lady whose name is Stormy, tells us in her confessional, I know he didn't just call me a bird's nest she says, looking like Prince from the Revolution. I guess that was a read. Well, she tried lol. Micah says, maybe she is trying to show you something different. I personally like Stormy's natural hair. I think it takes a lot of confidence to be your authentic self, and it's sad that so many black women do not show their real hair off. But this is an example of why black women may feel pressure to wear wigs, perms and weaves, her natural hair is something a black man is making a joke out of, but I digress, again, lol. Chance tells us in his confessional he feels like he catfished himself, ha. Huh? He says you can blame it on the filters the women used for their pictures, that's cold, Chance. Some of these ladies do look quite attractive. But if they don't look attractive to you, remember you picked them, so blame yourself. Chance next orders the ladies into the house to pick their rooms and that's when the shenanigans start, lol. The ladies go pick rooms and of course it's a disaster. Louisa tells us in her confessional that the house is big and beautiful, the type of house she is only used to seeing on television. Khadija says in her confessional that the house is big and beautiful, and she needs to hurry up and find her room. She joins the other ladies who scurry about the massive house looking for bedrooms to occupy. Charisse tells us in her confessional that the house is beautiful, and that Chance has some taste, but it is time that she put a woman's touch to it. The first bedroom. The first bedroom we see to be entered has Diamond, Stoney and Danny entering and they are calling themselves the Big Titty BS. Well, I guess. Diamond tells us in her confessional, she thinks Stoney is a man. Here we go with this BS again. Remember all the hoop de la surrounding Believable last season? I know good and dag gone well they not starting up with all that again? Stony looks like a woman to me, shut up Diamond. Danny, despite being on a show to try to find love with Chance, does not know who the heck Chance is. Girl, what? How the heck are you on a show to be with a guy you don't even know? Diamond came with her nails short because she says she is ready to fight for Chance, literally if she has to. What the hell? Stony says she is popping her nails off right now just in case she has to snatch a BH. Wait, what? Danny says she came for love not to fight, and Stony says sometimes to fall in love you got to fight for it. And then Danny says even if we cuddle? Diamond jumps up excitedly and plops down on the bed next to Danny saying, we can cuddle scooting up behind her. In her confessional Danny makes a face as if she was grossed out, but to Diamond's face she is all smiles. Danny came to play the game, ladies. They all end up making a half-hearted pact to get rid of the other girls so it can just be them three and to solidify the pact they all twerk in agreement. The second bedroom? 
Next bedroom we see is entered by Dominique, Stormy and Khadija and there is only one bed so Stormy says she is going to take one side and Dominique can have the other. Lol. First of all, Dominique comes off as being hella bossy and a tad bit rude. Stormy asks Khadija where she was going to sleep, and she says with chance. Dominique says I her confessional, if Khadija's room is upstairs with chance, why is she there? But there she sits with a smirk on her face, despite two saying they were sleeping in the one bed, so I guess if her plan to sleep by the bed with chance falls through, Khadija is sleeping on the floor, I guess? Dominique asks the girls how they are feeling about the competition and they both say they feel good at or confident. Dominique declares that chance is her man. The other two are amused but don't seem intimidated by her delusions. Stormy is confused why Dominique is calling Chance her man, and Dominique is wondering why if she is there for Chance why isn't she calling him her man? Both of y'all need to calm down if you ask me, it's the first dang gone day. Chill. Dominique says she is speaking it into existence and Stormy calls her Ms. Manifest, lol. Good one, Stormy. Dominique says well didn't he say something about your bird's nest of a hairdo and Stormy was like, that's fine because half of y'all dot have nothing up under your wigs. Oops. I'm disappointed so many people are coming for Stormy about her hair, it's stupid. And, she actually looks good with her hair, especially when it's that magenta color in the confessional. They go back and forth, Dominique says he doesn't like bird's nest, Stormy says he likes it more than he likes birds, then she makes a bird sound directed at Dominique. Cute. I like Stormy's confidence. And I don't care what anybody says she has a style about her with her hair swept up like that. Not too many women could take the criticism and still be rocking a big smile the way she is, I think I'm going to like her. While they go back and forth, Khadija just sits there smirking prettily. Lol. Dominique accuses Stormy of giving out hand jobs. What? That came out of nowhere. Dominique just may have a screw loose somewhere. Hand jobs? Really? Dominique says I didn't say anything about your PY and Stormy asks her, who says I have a PY? Ha! Huh. I can't with this girl. Stormy says no one knows what anyone here has so you can't speak on anything. Meaning you can't speak on what you know nothing about, which is true, but these statements she is making are quite inflammatory and I bet will come back to bite her in the patootie. What do you want to bet Dominique is going to start claiming Stormy said she was a man? You already see this one being set up, or I could be wrong. Khadija is like who cares about all that. I want to know who is getting the bed, and Stormy says Dominique can have it she doesn't need to be around someone like her. Stormy gets up to leave and tells the ladies bye, but she makes a bird sound as she exits. Lol. Next, Khadija and Dominique begin to argue. Dominique questions Khadija about where exactly in the room she will be sleeping, and she tells her that she will sleep where she wants. They begin insulting each other. Khadija feels Dominique is trying to be the next New York, from Flavor of Love. Sigh, there is only one New York, just go on and be Dominique. Khadija gets up and plops down onto the bed where Dominique is already sitting, I guess to let her see she is not afraid of her. She then put her butt eye her face to twerk in it, and Dominique pushes her butt out of her face. Lol. I think I'm going to like Khadija too. Dominique is like you don't want me to twerk all this ass on you. They both twerk at each other. We don't care. The third bedroom. Next bedroom we see is entered by Nadi, Yodala, Rosie, and Tokyo. Yodala breaks off from them and locates another bedroom. The fourth bedroom. 
So, the ladies leave and follow Yodala into the next bedroom. If I were one of them rather than argue I would have just went back to claim the other bedroom they just left but, whatever. They begin to argue which is stupid. Well, it's Tokyo's birthday. Ah. Happy birthday Tokyo. Tokyo says she knows how to ride horses really well, so she will be riding Chance's DK at 6.15. Wait, what? Tokyo is in her confessional talking about how romantic it was of Chance to move her in on her birthday. Girl, what? Lol. They all agree to go get some shots in celebration of Tokyo's birthday, and they leave out in search of liquor touching oh each other's booties as they exit the room. Sigh, well at least they weren't fighting, he he. The fifth bedroom. Next bedroom we see is entered by Miko, Sonia, Luisa, and Sashana. Miko immediately starts being disrespectful telling the other girls to stay away from her and her mother Sonia even telling them to stay on the doggy bed in reference to a chaise either room. Girl bye, you just met these girls. When Miko tells them to stay in the doggy section, Sashana tells Miko to stay in the bed with her mama. And Miko gets upset for some reason despite being disrespectful. I can't. What kind of girl woman comes on a show with her mama, and then is disrespectful too? It's dumb but this is the way Miko has decided to go out, looking dumb. The sixth bedroom. Next bedroom we see is entered by Roly Poly Snack Meals, Gabriella, and Maria, who happen to be sisters. When Roly goes to sit on one of the two queen-sized beds, Gabriella pushes her to the floor. Hold up, why the violation? Roly is pissed as she should be. Gabriella is claiming it is her bed. Girls stop it, y'all just got into the house nobody has a bed yet, calm down. Switch. Back in bedroom 5 the ladies are arguing over Miko ordering the other ladies to the doggy section. Sashana asks Miko if her mama was going to rock her to bed, lol. Sonia tells her, I might. Eventually Sonia jumps up in Sashana's face, and she is a better woman than me, because Sonia would have gotten laid out senior citizen or not. Foe. Switch. Cherise strolls into bedroom 6 rolling her luggage, expecting to find room for her but all she finds is Roly arguing with the two sisters. She asks the women if all four of them were going to be in the room, but they are too busy arguing. Roly is arguing with both of the sisters, and she felt cornered so she swung on Maria and ends up fighting both and getting her wig pulled off. Switch. Sonia is in Sashana face telling her not to disrespect her because she is old enough to be her grandmother, well act like it and get out of her face. It's ridiculous. And Miko started all of it with her foolishness. Why isn't she in Sashana's face instead of her mother if she is so bad it? When Sonia sits on the bed, Sashana and Miko start arguing again but when they don't fight, Sonia finally calls her away. Good because you are starting to look like a bully Miko, and let me just tell you, you will not like my recaps if you are one because I can't stand bullies. So, listen to your mama and sit it on down, dang y'all just go there. Switch. Security has Roly separated and she is screaming information about the two sisters. Roly says the show put all of the girls up in a hotel. Roly claims the previous day it was one of the girls' birthdays so she took her out to breakfast. She claims it was the by coincidence she witnessed the sisters meet up with two dudes who got out the elevator and came to their hotel rooms and did not leave until hours later, apparently after she suspects they had sex, she says she has proof on her phone. Well, this is getting good. Charisse is trying to give Roly her wig, and I can't help but crack up laughing. Roly please put the wig back on, huh? 
Switch. Miko is still coming at Sashana and it's stupid. She claims she checked her. They are chest to chest arguing but neither is swinging, when they finally get into a pathetic shoving match, Sonia jumps up to intervene like, that's enough like I said, stupid. Switch. Charisse tries to point out to a screaming Roly that these are the antics that kept her from winning last season and Roly tells her, I don't give a fk lol. They end up going back and forth trading insults. Roly accuses her of having Botox injections, lol. Roly is screaming for security to bring her, her phone. Charisse is picking up things to throw at Roly while security stands between them, and Roly takes her wig and swings at one of the sisters. I can't. All the commotion brings Chance and Micah to bedroom 6 to see what in the hell was going on. Charisse immediately tells Chance that he needs to come and get Roly because she is causing all kinds of havoc. Chance is thinking he may have to get rid of people on the first day, and he is leaning towards the sisters based on him having a previous relationship with Roly. Roly tells Chance that the sisters had two dudes up at the hotel and she has proof on her phone. Chance escorts Roly out of the room so he can get down to the bottom of her scandalous accusations, as Roly walks to another location she is waving her wig above her head chanting, I whoop that ass bh. This show is a hot ass mess, and I am here for it. Roly recounts the story to Chance. Chance wants to see the footage. Well, we do too. Roly asks security to go get her phone out of the room, because according to her she threw it at one of the sisters, lol. Micah is back by the room trying to get answers from the sisters and Gabriella is acting like a straight diva. Charisse is surprised to find out that all of the fighting she walked in on was over a bed. Micah asks if what Roly was screaming was true and both of the sisters deny her accusations. Well, where is the footage? Roll it please. Micah says he is going to find out if Roly has proof on tape of the infidelity, scandalous behavior or anything like it. Micah catches up to the corner of the house where Roly is with Chance and tells her what the sisters said about her. He says they also say that it's not true that Roly has footage on her phone. When we see the footage, all we see is two dudes standing in front of the hotel, that's it. Roly insists that those are the guys, but she doesn't have them on tape doing anything but standing in front of the hotel appearing to wait for a ride or valet to bring them their ride, she doesn't even have footage of the girls with them. Girl, what? If that's your proof, it ain't nothing, zilch. Nada. When Micah calls her out for not having proof, she just keeps insisting she is not lying, but you lied about having proof, lol. Micah asks if that was all she had, and basically all she has is her word. Do y'all believe her? Chance says he wants to go hear the other side of the story, because he does not seem to be sure now that he sees Roly had no dang on proof but her word, lol. Chance goes to the room and says that Roly did in fact show him pictures of two guys in front of the hotel, and the girls are like so? What does that prove? Nothing, sitch, nada, that's what it proves. Chance feels Roly wouldn't lie, but Micah thinks she is just starting mess in the house, Chance still wants to get to the bottom of it, but for now the sisters are there to stay. When Roly gets wind of the decision, she rushes to the room with security closely following her yelling that the sisters really did call some dudes to the hotel for them. She gets to the room and tries to charge the sisters who she insists are lying on her. So, we will have to see what happens next week. What are your thoughts? Follow this blog at whenthesewomenspeaks.com Facebook at whenthesewomenspeaks Instagram at whenthesewomenspeaks Twitter at woman underscore speaking Tumblr at When These Women Speaks.
Pinterest at When These Women Speaks. One Mo Chance, Season 2, Zeus, TheZeusNetwork.com.